0: Welcome. Make a move, and the bunny gets episode 109 or something, you know. 109, we're feeling fine. It's not the one after 909, like uh, the Beatles said in their great film, The Back. No, we're at episode 109. My name is Paul. I'm here, I'm rustling my notebook for all the notes I'll talk about. I'm here with Stee, How are you, Stee? Where are your notes? Show them to me. Show them to me. Good.
1: I, 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 they're
0: on my phone. Oh. Can't rustle. Can you Russell? your phone? Is there a Russell? Russell, yeah. uh, Russell Artie. The great Russell
1: Artie. No. No, I can't do that.
0: Right, okay. Um... We did talk about picking up the reaction speed. What did we focus on in our four-hour pre, pre-ep meet that we just wrapped? I said reaction speed. I did a 90-minute section workshop. It bled it over into kind of a three-hour and a quarter. Kind of cry, crying, primal screaming, um, crying. But I did say reaction speed, reaction speed, reaction speed. I said, I want you to go down to the, the town hall and change your name, and you know, Steve And I said, and you know what, John, what I want you to change your name. Know? And you said, is it reactions? And I said, yeah, fucking it. I said, excuse my friend, you're fucking a right lad. And I've
1: got rustling I've got rustling Here you go.
0: Go. On. Oh Jesus. It. it's today's film isn't it yeah so that surprised me because that at first was the noise of one of those las vegas card um whippers um dealing up a bunch of bloody wheatabix um <laughs> so was that supposed to be the sound of a money counter is that what that was
1: that was the money counter. That was a money counter. was it right. supposed to be. It, no, was, it was just it was. cynical tone there. That was a money counter.
0: Yeah, it was all authentic. Um, good. Well, we strive for authenticity in all things, and that's an exhausting mm-hmm. search to be on. Let me just tell you that straight out of the gate. Um, my therapist has already confirmed that is an exhausting <laughs> quest to be on. Um, so we're talking Scarface today. And Jack the directed, movie. AKA. It was directed by Brian the Palm or Brian De Palma. Um, before he moved into the tree oil racket, he was just a humble uh, tinsel town <laughs> man. Um, and uh, the screenplay was written by a little boy called Ollie Stone, um, a madman of the um, kind of t- late 20th century um, left, uh, American left, um, a madman of the American left. And uh, yeah, um, it's Scarface and this is another entry in our kind of classic 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 canon isn't it?
1: It's one of those that we um, that we've been waiting to build up to isn't it really? Yeah, it's one yeah. of those that we've had an eye on in the background yeah. for, for yeah. quite some time uh, Yeah,
0: and it caused you when you've been doing some of the stuff you do work having to keep one eye always on Scar it's caused you a lot of them you know I call you oculus rift because your eyeballs have really um, you know (laughs) they're bugging out they're really really bugging out these days because Mike Feldman isn't
1: isn't it it? yeah
0: (laughs) I was going to say Rodney Dangerfield but yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah, so horrible nice man bad eyes let's just call it that Um, so it's Scarface we're going to Cram a lot into a fairly tight sixty, I think here. Mm. So, should we begin with life stuff? Do we have anything to convey, or, or comport, or contort for the? For oh, the got a bit of life stuff.
1: Got a little bit, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah good stuff. Father's Day at the weekend is it by the way I've got to ask is it Father's Day over in Canada last weekend yeah.
0: as well oh right Mother's Day is different days but Father's Day is the same day so it's the maximum amount of confusion from mm. just two dates in two countries I mean it's mathematically you know uh, <laughs> it's got me uh, you know pulling me fucking out to be honest sake, to be honest yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah Father's yeah. Day Um, you had a nice time I saw some pictures I was lurking uh, like Billie Eilish on Instagram.
1: Yeah, that's right. We went to uh, Vagina Water, Virginia Water. Um, Very good. Said which it right. was, um, put it this way. So we stepped off the train. For, oh, yeah, first of all, I, did, I, I think I told you, didn't I? We got on the train first thing in the morning and it mm. was, we got the train to Clapham Junction and then we had to switch to go to Virginia Water. And as we got on at Clapham Junction a load of Royal Ascot cunts piled on and oh, we were surrounded, yes. yeah. surrounded by him. Absolutely yeah, surrounded well, by him.
0: We've got a bit of an international audience now, all mm. the way from Sri Lanka to the moon. Um, so could you, for the boys and girls who don't know what the Ascot is, um, could we describe to them both the Royal aspect and the Ascot aspect of, of Royal Ascot? <sighs>
1: I I am still I I don't fully understand what it is 100%. Mm. I know it's horse racing and I yeah. know it's uh, people dressed up in like it's my fair lady or something. Yeah, uh, yeah basically. Yeah. Um,
0: and uh, cocaine as well with a link to Scarface. Oh, cocaine! A cocaine-a. lot of sniffers. Sniff so races. much
1: cocaine! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and we on a, we were on a slow court crawl train. Um, and mm. it kept stopping and stopping and it. we, my wife, my son, who was sat on my wife's lap and I had to sit in a carriage full of steadily pissed, posh people, steadily getting pissed at posh people. Mm, and yeah. the conversations we were overhearing were enough to sort of make you want to just, I don't know, just like kind of, I don't want to be dramatic or anything, but sort yeah. of, Wish, wish that I'd taken up knitting so that I would then have knitting needles at hand to put into my ears and
0: yeah got that. really
1: drive them in, really drive them in so I didn't have to listen yeah. any longer um just the little things like um hearing for example um that they were planning a picnic um delicious yeah uh, for th- thirty, 30 th- what the, uh, what was it thirty head picnic they described it as, so it was a catered picnic and mm-hmm. there was a tinfoil crisis at said, said picnic as well. Um, mm.
0: Yeah. Sounds stressful. God, I want to residual stress from these people. <laughs> but not not because I'm judging them, but because I'm so avidly wanting to take on their their burden. But their burden was... They said it, it might not have been real, then you heard it and then you thought about it and now you're saying it and now I'm hearing it. So I'm at like six removes from what could even possibly be the the actual truth. And yet I, uh, my soul aches for them in a way. It doesn't ache for Mm. people I've known for most of my sentient life. I mean, what, what, what are the, what are these Tory, what are these Tory mad people doing in their tops and tails?
1: I also heard them trying to rough it and talk about football as well. And Ooh, um don't
0: don't tell me. But don't tell me, but come on please, well, what, please what, I really what, need this.
1: Well what team do you think was mentioned? <laughs> uh
0: maybe Manu. Was Manu mentioned? No, at all? no, no, come on now. No. Um while uh, their
1: while they while Manu's fan base is wide and reaching, let's face it, it's mainly predominant to the sort of you know, people like you know, you or, Yeah, me and other yeah. And your and ilk. Others.
0: Yeah. There are others. They do they do they do when the messenger comes on the lone steed once every month to bring me what news from Old Trafford? He exactly. does assure me there are others of us. It's like Death Stranding, but with football. Exactly. You know, I walk on my big robot chicken legs to deliver sort of, the mail to the people exactly. and tell them.
1: United games are, are, are fed through speakers at like iPhone sweatshops, aren't they, and stuff like that. That's <laughs> that's that's your basic your, like your global United fan. So it wasn't United.
0: You are all happy. No one is thinking of killing themselves <laughs> by listening to this. You have entered into a contract with your employer, therefore to being. My God. Um so right, so we yeah, going football team, what what football team? It was Arsenal. Of course it was Arsenal. Ah, of course, Arsenal, yeah. right. And this is like a given thing in London, isn't it? That yeah. whatever everyone hates Chelsea. But everyone reserves a special kind of contempt for Arsenal. Um, yeah, is that correct?
1: Yeah, it's kind of um, an apathy sort of thing towards apathy. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, feigned indifference. Yeah, to yeah. engage them. There's like, um, I think Sam Delaney summed Arsenal at best, didn't he? That so I think he said that they're a, a football team that like that is that really kind of wants to be a cricket team or is a cricket <laughs> team that ended up being a football team, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I heard the words. You know what though? I'll tell you what. Arsenal's transfer policy this summer is really interesting. It's really, really interesting. Jesus Christ! What they are doing at the moment is really interesting. Um, yeah, because they basically they've adopted the Liverpool model. Um, oh, which adopted is, the Liverpool. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there was a lot of that going on. Anyway, we're we talking
0: about yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's hard I, to was, keep up with. Mm-hmm.
1: There was. Um, there was. There was a lot of champers being quaffed around us. Um, mm. Like you say, the 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 body heat, the temperature of the carriage was steadily increasing as we went on. Mm. As, Fever pitch, yeah, yeah. There was uh, people going up and down to the toilet, and um, mm. yeah, and then finally we got off at Virginia Water, and um, I'd never been to Virginia Water before. And put it this way, between the train station and the park. Virginia Water I think it's called Virginia Water Park or something I don't know yeah yeah um there was not one street that we passed that wasn't a gated community basically
0: jesus christ so you were within one massive big gate many gated communities make one big one i think don't they you were in like a ring road of gate yeah my God, much. you were Gareth gates oh my god nobody mm. told you uh, so and, yeah and well, we so, went this was for some time. You were in the the belly of the beast.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, for a good, um, a good several hours. Um, and we got to a pub, went for a lovely pub lunch. It was delicious. I'll give them that. I'll tell delicious, you what, delicious, I,
0: delicious I, I, stuff, hoof <laughs> Oh my, it's a sin! <laughs> <laughs> Incredible, mum. Can uh, I have your biggest, biggest <laughs> knife, please? Oh look, here it is already in my hand. <laughs> 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 oh, wonderful what a mm. wonderful film so yeah so you had a lovely pub lunch, lovely so pub to, what lunch. We talk, are we talking a ross dinner or did you have some fucking uh, no. mad like Masaka?
1: i did i did that was the thing and it was delicious as well i took a gamble we went to a country pub and i had yeah. a, a korean chicken thigh and kimchi burger and it was yes. fucking yeah, delicious yeah.
0: come on now <clears throat> if you um, see the word kimchi You jump all over it. And especially when it comes at you at an odd angle like that, all over it. Let me ask a couple of questions here. So I'm getting into this now. I like these food choices you make. I don't Mm. mean to get, you know what I mean? I don't mean to get like, but I like what you're doing at the minute. And I just want to tell you about it. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Just fucking stop for a minute. It's fucking short for a minute. Um, So did you get a tip off from the waiter? Did you kind of say what sort? Was it a standout thing, or was it like that there was a an Asian chef, and there were a few things through the menu that were of Asian? Um, no, you know,
1: no, there was nothing like that because the the speciality looked like pizzas. It was a there's mm. a pizza oven, and I'm normally quite mm. suspicious of somewhere that has like a world food menu, like yeah. on the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's normally you know you specialise in something or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, Paul, it was through the gate of the communities that we walked through and everything. So they're not going to fuck around with, you know, microwave chips and everything. They? Right, Isn't Twizzlers
0: they? and that. They're not yeah. having Twizzlers, probably.
1: Not having Twizzlers.
0: Not having Twizzlers. Right.
1: not going to have, like, whatever, like, the whatever kind of swill we, we get normally get fed. Yeah.
0: So, um, wait a minute. so people who have more money eat better. And eating better is like one of the most important things to all aspects of your health and wellness in life. Wow, it sure is a quacky world. How the pieces all just shook out in the end, isn't it, guys? <laughs> 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 um, so yes, proceeds. Yeah. So um, so the so the menu um, pizza, pizza, pizza. You're sick of mm-hmm. looking at fucking pizza, and then mm-hmm. bang, you see this. So um, was it what? I was gonna say was it what you thought it would be, but I don't think were you even conceived. No, it
1: was better. It was better than what I thought yeah. it'd be because it came on um a bun that was nice and soft and wasn't brioche, which was straight away. I knew I thought I'm onto a winner here because yeah. brioche buns are doing so much heavy lifting with shit burgers at the moment yeah. because the 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 kind of buttery bread and even if it's mm. stale a brioche, if it soaks up the grease, then it doesn't really matter too much. Yeah,
0: true, that's true. Yeah, it's a bit of you know, of hand. Yeah. yeah,
1: and you know, if you go anywhere with like a, a one of those fucking, you know, gigantic fucking sesame seed buns, then you you know you're in for a shit burger, aren't you? Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When,
0: you see, when you say the steed, when you see the seed, just right, uh, mount your steed. That's what I've always said. <laughs> you <are. laughs> whenever I see a sesame seed, sesame seed. Uh, yeah, I just ride off. Um, mm. I don't know why I'm thinking of ho- like horse riders so much um, tonight because. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I don't know why. Um, so, right, so it came. Um, and at what point did you realize it would be great? Was it, did you see the plate coming from the kitchen? Was it when it was laid down in front of your ice?
1: And the moment when, when I had, food hit your belly. Yeah, the moment I had um, <coughs> one of the chips, because one of the, the chips was, the chips were great. And I was like, oh, this could be good here. This could be yeah. really good. And yeah. then I looked over at my son and I knew straight away it was a good indicator because at the moment he's doing this uh, sort of Stevie Wonder thing when he gets good food. He sort of closes his eyes and like shakes his head like back and forth, <laughs> going
0: Mmm. Yeah. Just enough for the city.
1: Isn't it lovely? Like, and um really tucking into it. Uh, he's really like overt in his displays of like enjoying his food. So That's good. That's good. Yeah. And, but the the oddest thing, the oddest thing about the restaurant is we were sat we were sat first, um, and then it started to fill up around us. And I'm not exaggerating, Paul. Every single table that filled up around us was basically British people bringing American people to this restaurant.
0: Oh my god! What to yeah. an extent that it became like the fucking Stepford Wives or something, where it looked dead. Yeah, weird, like it really
1: found. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was getting like, and there was such a weird di- di- like, sort of dynamic and a chemistry between these sort of, like, rich British people and rich American people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at one point, um, one of the English people went, because oh, it's quite near Windsor Castle, this place, oh, okay. um, and one of the British people went, oh, so, here we go then, to the American family that managed to catch a glimpse of the Queen. Um And there was sort of a, yeah, there was sort of a weird dynamic where the British people were looking at the American people like they were sort of like shaved monkeys that were able to talk. And the Americans were sort of like, not really, so they were sort of like doing that thing that rich Americans do in Britain where they act like it's a medieval theme park and they sort of just like act like, they're basically... They, they ask questions and don't wait for the answer for anything. Yeah, yeah. So then yeah, the yeah, British, yeah. British British were like, <coughs> I mean, the Thames, the name of the Thames itself was, and yeah, okay. And um, so like, how old is London itself? Like, how, how, when were the Vikings here? <laughs> there's, there's a question in two parts. And like, how, how, how often is the Queen in residence at Windsor? Um, and and yeah. it was just like a constant weird back and yeah, forth, yeah. like going and on. And also my like,
0: for for like North American tourists as well, time becomes kind of elided where all things collide, and they'll say something like, "Who." Hey, is this, this the kind of pub you'd see Jeffrey Chaucer at, or somebody? <laughs> oh, and say, oh, oh, well well, 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 and then the next one, they'd say, uh, and you know this, uh, this, this Magneto guy, this, uh, this. Anyway, I've lost it. Fuck it. No, I lost the voice. Sorry, guys. I was gonna. I was trying to remember the name of Michael. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Fastbender. i was trying to hook onto fassbender and when you, i just needed to think of a british actor a contemporary british actor's name and i chose one of the hardest names to remember and say and
1: an irish Michael. one as
0: well and an irish one as well so he's not even <laughs> to selection i should have thought of, i don't know killian murphy or something but i didn't i didn't think of a good englishman like him I thought of... another fast. Irish
1: lad there, isn't it? I know, Can that was know? that one was a joke. All oh, right, all right, thank you. Thank I had you. to
0: leave myself an escape hatch in this story because I suddenly <laughs> felt very cold and very alone. And I thought, I don't do a pot. I don't suffer with Steve and his shit. For, sorry, mate. Twice a week to feel cold and alone at the end of it, that makes me the bad guy. I don't want to be the bad guy. Yeah, fair enough. You know, why should I be uh, Robert Lodger? You know? <laughs> oh, fucking no. hell. Come on, now. Come on. It's a fucking stiff coming. Oh, so that fucking stiff. No. Uh, yeah, Robert Loggia, or whatever, however you pronounce it, or whatever, um, reminds us of the landlord of a pub we used to know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So British that, people with Americans. Uh,
1: yeah, that's my time in Virginia. I haven't really got much else to say. It was a lovely walk around mm-hmm. the thing. Bit of a weird thing that happened with all the American English people around us. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a very gated, elitist community. I mean, let me... Sh- let me just forward you this picture. This is a yeah, park public nice. bathroom, Paul. This, this is mm-hmm. a bathroom, a toilet in a park.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, normally, we, you expect, what, some some glory holes, some, like, yeah, UV lights for, yeah. you know, to stop the sort of um, people shooting up in there, um, yeah. some, I don't know, uh, some
0: yeah i was going to say general detritus crisp packets you know half a flake um you know um a bit of an old shoe you know the old woman lived in the shoe and what the f was she doing in there all those years that's what i want to know and uh was it properly zoned was the area zoned i mean she could have been you know my you know council should was did she pay council tax
1: well i mean look they have to own shoes do you
0: the well that's what I mean shoes. but shoes are part of the global supply chain and you know what I mean I can't buy my fucking you know my mad sausages I like to buy at Sainsbury's so why should they have you know why are they filling their bellies yeah. on, my, on my you know what I mean
1: that's true and if she's part of the travelling community would it not technically be um, you know like a roller skate rather than a shoe
0: <laughs> yeah exactly that's another thing why why are they allowed to take so, so much of the piss out of me Um <laughs> I was actually thinking this the other day, this new character I've been doing. It's not very funny, but the one that goes, I think it's a bit of a piss take, to be honest, mate. That guy, I've realised he's kind of pre-QAnon as well because so many people turn to QAnon I think people feel really pissed off about their lot in life, and I think they feel that they're being they're having the piss taken out of them, you know. And like people like Tom Hanks or the Obamas or whatever, I think mm-hmm. on a certain level they just kind of irritate people because they're, you know, they're a manifestation of something that they feel is hoodwinking them or something. So yeah. uh, a bit of a piss take to be honest, mate four-star reviews on Amazon, but fuck me if it didn't come in five fucking pieces, we got I fucking don't. Like, oh, I said you're not going to fucking pull all over my fucking eye. You know, that guy. We've,
1: um, we've got a lot of that going on at the moment with, because uh, we've got massive like sort of rail, st- railway strikes. Of course. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. Give me so, the news. So, well, um, there, there's a new hero about town and his name yeah. is Mick Lynch. He's called. <laughs>
0: I've, I've heard tell of this Lynch chap, but mm. I've not seen <laughs> none of his things.
1: Well, what has happened is basically the news um, has basically invited a man on that doesn't give a fuck if he's invited back or not, and it's terrified That's a good. lot of people that are interviewing him and uh, asking him questions and stuff. Um, because there was uh, if he, he interviewed my fucking local MP, who's a cunt, um, mm-hmm. he, was, uh, he got it was on newsnight with my local MP the other night, and he was just basically every time um, that. That, uh, Chris Philp, his name is, started talking mm-hmm. or something. Mick, Mick Lynch was like, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're lying. That's a lie. You're a liar. That is a lie. You're lying. Stop lying. That's a lie. And then at first it sounds, sounds quite sort of like off-putting yeah, uh, until he much. then, but then he starts doing things like knowing what he's talking about and not just reading off a media script. So it's right, like kind of, right, right. He, he he kind of sticks out like a sore th- Like Everybody's going, he just tells it like it is. And it's like, well, he doesn't. He just knows what he's talking about, which right, is right, right. that's the sort of like thing that's making him stand out. Is that he's he like I say he doesn't give a shit if he's invited on because that's not his job full mm-hmm. time. He's, he's head yeah. of the like he's a union leader, right. so he's just been invited on <clears throat> grudgingly to sort of answer these questions, and um,
0: yeah. and he, he lives and to- breathes this every minute of every day. Yeah, so and that's <laughs> the, the danger with someone like him when when he enters when a, when a person like that enters some kind of cultural moment. <laughs> That's the danger is that they, they they get, like, uh, claimed by the kind of, um, you know, the wool, the wool sweater brigade, mm-hmm. um, you know, the kind of, um, you know, the um, the boring bastards or the, the kind of cutes, like you say, the cutesiness or the kind of, not cutesiness, but the British especially have this big thing about, like, ballsiness, you know, like, mm. you know, because it sounds like how it is and don't take any shit off no one. And when really this is, like, highly intelligent, highly articulate, um brave individual by the sound of it um so yeah big lynchy boy um it makes me think of mick fleetwood because i don't know why when i hear when i hear mick i say fleetwood um so is it good then and are the rail strikes dead bad for you and what's going on
1: um i'm all right because i can work from home i'm in a a bit of a privileged position so i'm not going to kick myself there um but i i i'm i've always supported real strikes i've always supported trade unions and striking and everything else because you know that that's how you get stuff done that's how you get your your yeah, workers yeah. rights put in place like people can say yeah. it's not the right time though it's a bit yeah. of a piss to to be honest yeah. mate you yeah. know them people yeah, exactly get yeah, back, back to heart that, back yeah, to that yeah. character um but there's never a right time and you have to sort of yeah. you have to you have to um, you have to take strong stands because otherwise it don't get done because if you go cap in hand, uh, with your yeah. toes inverted, yeah. sort of pointing so, in at each other, pleases, going,
0: do you mind if sir. I,
1: if I get like a, an extra five minute window, uh, just to sort of, um, just be able to eat my lunch, um, <laughs> would that be all right? Uh, you see, it's, it's ever so. It's, it takes me two minutes to warm it up in the microwave, and by the third minute, I'm to be back at my desk again. And um, I, 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 I just need that little bit of extra time. If, if it, if it doesn't bother you, sir. If it doesn't bother that lovely boots you've got there, sir, I could give' them a shine with my tongue. If, you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if, it, if it so if it so suits you, please. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um
0: don't work, a- Appealing don't work. to Jeff Bezos on a human level when he's screaming at an unpaid intern because she said she thinks Angel is better than Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um it doesn't work. The human approach just don't work, no mo. Um so yeah, I know that's good to see old Mickey Lynch um uh taking the fight to the bastardry. Where is he from, old ML?
1: He's, he's got a southern twang he's definitely he's a southern yeah, yeah. oh yeah he's talking, he's talking about this all the time right. so I think I think he's from Birmingham I reckon he's a Millwall fan I reckon he voted Brexit to be honest with you but you know I don't give a fuck either way I'm here for the trade unions so <laughs> yeah. He's, uh yeah, he's just a, a good working class guy um,
0: right very good I am um, sorry I was a little distracted then when I was yeah, sure I was, you were I was, throwing some hot gold you know hot molten gold as I call it HMG Her Majesty's he's to me um, but the cats have just been dropped off in the room. Um, unannounced, I didn't know, a bit scared.
1: Right, okay. Well, let's, you know, I think the vision's based on movement, so just keep as still as possible and keep yeah. podding. You know, keep yeah. calm, keep keep podding.
0: Should, 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 when I talk to them, should I talk to them as if I'm the boss?
1: Don't talk the to boss? them.
0: Don't talk Don't to talk them. Don't talk to them. No. Right, okay, it's hard not to talk to them, though, because if you're you know what I mean? and are nice say hello.
1: Hello. Oh, man. This carnage sense again. sense of
0: propriety has been abandoned in the blink of an eye. Ooh, right. Oh, fuck me, he's gone. Right, so, <clears throat> rail strikes, boo-hoo. Done. Me feel yeah. bad. <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't think I have any life stuff, um... um uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think all the things I have to say are probably uh, probably better off for a, a trained medical professional. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, and I am not I, um, okay, I yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, you are not, despite what those uh, certificates say on the wall. Despite you've got yeah, you've got one there that says University of East Tanzania. Um, yeah, and you got a, you got a um, medical. It just says medical. It says doctor in medical.
1: Mm. Yeah, that one.
0: So what's that yeah. one for? Is that one a real one then?
1: Medical doctor, yeah.
0: Because you told me you took down all the fake ones, the James Bond ones, you know what I mean, Majesty's Secret Service and all that. So that's a real one, you're a doctor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, got this certificate here, just says timekeeper.
0: Yeah, that's good, that. And um, a bit of tapes come off that. That one's covered in either curry sauce or someone's shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't be silly. Bolognese. I'm
0: not. It's Bolognese, of course. Um, ah, trattoria, um, vino. Uh, another one. Yes, another one. <laughs> 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 uh, wonderful. So, Scarface. Someone who spends a lot of time shouting and drinking is Tony Montana. In oh, doesn't
1: he? Doesn't <laughs> he? Right. Um, getting your notes out. You're getting your notes out. Let us. Let's yeah. get. Let's get into this bad boy.
0: Let's sell in. You know what? I think I've left my fucking water outside, pardon my French. Um just give me one sec to grab my Oh watch.
1: yes, you must you must hydrate.
0: Right, so Scarface, where do we begin? This is one of the most rich films. There are so many ways to read this film. Critique is, enjoy. <coughs> Marvel it's, at. It
1: is strange. Yeah. Yeah. Um first of all it's it seems like it's really dated. But at the same time, because Brian De Palma is such a good filmmaker, yes, then it looks really contemporary, which is strange. Yeah. It's sort of a strange thing um, watching it forty years after it was made.
0: Forty years, yeah, thirty-nine years, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, yeah, the, the it's it still holds up really well, and watching it in four K now, it kind of Ooh. it looks. Yeah, I mean, it looks quite new. It looks mm. like it looks like sort of almost like I say it's dated in in sort of some of the acting and the dialogue and everything but yeah Yeah. the the film like the Palmer's with those soft zooms and stuff like that and like Mm -hmm. it's definitely not a 70s film that's what I like about this it's it's sort of um it's made it's made it makes a cut off between cinema in the seventies and the eighties. It doesn't use those quick zooms that they used in the seventies and everything doesn't try and uh, it doesn't try to be too arty. It's sort of like, it's sort it's so, it's like the start of the high concept stuff, the sort of Don Simpson stuff and stuff like that, even mm-hmm. though I know it's not, um, it's not in that same realm. It's not nothing to do with yeah, Don Simpson, it's not, not or Jerry Bruckheimer film
0: as such, but, but, but it, it is a film that, I mean, it's a three hour film. And I wrote here, it, it's the shortest three-hour movie ever because, yeah. um, it just it it's got everything in it. This film, like at some points, it's so farcical. It's laugh, you know, not not only laughable, it's barely a film. Like the like the character of Tony is like it's like the Mike Tyson thing where Tony Montana always says exactly what's on his mind all the time. And that's basically just what the film is. It's just Tony Montana was just stomping about and getting really, really overly hurt. Anytime anyone says anything to him, Um, it's so toxic masculinity. It's almost like somehow from the future. I don't know. It's like, it's so, like you say, the, 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 it's historical. It doesn't feel dated. It feels like a, it's like I a period
1: thing, period drama or something, doesn't it, in a way? Yeah, like,
0: it's it's weird, man. It's such a classic and it's so like I say, there's so much shit in it, but it's so amazing. It's such an amazing film and it's so incredibly well made. Um and there's huge portions of it where I'm not even interested. And then like a piece of musical just come in and go with an image or something. Yeah. And it's like I don't know, it's such a such a like you say, it just balls out. De Palma just throws everything at it, and so does the script. Right? The, the Oliver Stone script mm. is incredible.
1: Yeah, um, and I mean, like I said, I watched this in four K, um, mm. and the first time I ever watched this, <clears throat> uh, the fir- this is the ultimate teenager film, isn't it? In a way, as well.
0: Yeah, this is yeah, yeah.
1: the the film that you latch onto more than Goodfellas as a teenager because it's got everything yeah. a teenage boy wants. Yeah. It's got. Tits, drugs, and violence, which is you know yeah. what what this this is your breakthrough film as a teenager. This is what you think adult films are about. This is what when you get to watch yeah. your first 18, this and Robocop are the type of films that you yeah. that you want to yeah, watch RoboCop as a teenager. Sure.
0: And you know, this is also in a in a weird loop around of time. Again, we're talking about time again. This is also like a soul for dad film, isn't it? This is yeah. like Oh uh, you know, yeah. You, know, you can have any Massive any film one. you want. You can line them all up, Godfather. You know all the great John Ford, love me, John Ford. I'd say I'd say Scarface every time. It's got everything for me. No, it does it for me. It's it's yeah. It's so yeah. It's so you know, ultra masculine that watching yeah. it in 2022, it's almost like very tender and very soft in parts. It's very strange. It's so Do confusing. You know,
1: the amount of so for dads I've been around um, that talk about Scarface, like you seen see that scene where he's got that mountain of coke on his desk and just does a like, racks up a fucking nail of it and just fucking snorts a fucking nail. Oh, that's it for me. That was it for me. Um, but, yeah, the that's first the- time I watched it, I watched it on VHS, and I couldn't oh, even yeah. see, like, <clears throat> I didn't know why they called it Scarface. Like, I thought it was just because he was based on Al Pacino. Uh, Al Pacino, uh, Al Capone, sorry. Um, right, right. And I, yeah, because I couldn't even see the scar on his face because it was so low res, the VHS copy. Yeah. It wasn't taped, it was just VHS. And I was like, that's a very ah, good point. We like missed
0: uh, a performance. I don't anyone remembers uh, original PlayStation, the football game, Actua Soccer, where you had 3D rendered characters, but they had no ruddy F faces of any kind. Mm. Um, that's basically what VHS was, wasn't it? You would kind of flip a coin as to whether you could make out David Duchovny's face in a scene yeah, yeah. Um, if he wasn't in the extreme foreground. Um, yeah. Yeah, we forget like- that. I've forgotten that. Oh, shit. The old things were shit, weren't they? That's why, yeah. especially technology. A lot of old technology was absolutely shit and barely fit for purpose.
1: Yeah, I mean... <laughs> um it's like my mate Ian who listens to this pod hello ian um hello. he he mentioned the fact that um when cuz he watched the uh, the thing for the first time in years oh, uh, in yes. a long time and he was like I oh, I watched it in 4k and I don't even realize the fucking dog in the in the in the fucking thing he's got a fucking nose ring I did not even see that before um <laughs> And he was right. I did. I'd never. I watched the thing a hundred <laughs> times. Ring. I watched it in four K. and You look, and he's got a fucking nose ring. The the uh, the doctor. Incredible. Um, yeah, and there's loads of stuff. There's like um, when when I watched Rocky in four K for the first time. Um, I didn't notice when he picks up Adrian and he walks. He, I think I mentioned it on the Rocky pod when we talk, when we um, when we did Rocky. He he. He picks Adrian up, and she's walk shuffling behind him. And he opens the front gate to step out on their first date together. And he just does a little flob on the floor,
0: just like a little ah, <laughs> just for good luck. Just for good luck. Again. But yeah, uh, yes. So um that's good, and we should get into that at some point because I think hmm. the kind of there are some pretty the implications of 4K technology and up up detailing things that are already ingrained in our kind of collective cultural consciousness, or whatever you want to call it. That, to me, is massive and kind of terrifying, and uh, make good pod podding. Um, So we'll come back to that. But there's so much to say about Scarface. I mean, Al Pacino, we watched him do Michael Corleone in those films. Do you remember those films, Steve? We did Godfather 1 and we did Godfather 2. He was in both of those films doing that acting, the best acting Mm -hmm. anyone's done, really. Yeah. And then in this, he's yeah. doing all the opposite of that. And he's doing it all wrong and it's all bad. It's all like static in your head. But somehow it's incredible. Like it's mm. so different and it's yeah. so broad at times. Not even broad. It's very oddly specific as well. October. Anyway,
1: I like it's to amazing. call this. Film, I, I think Al was is doing acting in this film. I think he's doing gacting in this film.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, very good. Don't need to explain. Don't let like, them. Google it. Um, yeah. But there's uh, and there's a
1: scene in the film, the you know the one where he's in the bath, where he's in the in the bath yeah. in the middle of his um, like bedroom or whatever time. it is. Yeah. Um. And he's got Manny and um, Michelle Pfeiffer's character, Elvira. Um, yeah. Elvira uh, sat.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest
1: place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky. In the, and that that is one of my, I think that's one of my favourite coke, coked up scenes because there's three people there talking absolute fucking nonsense, just getting steadily mm. more and more aggressive at each other for yeah. no apparent reason until it just descends in them sort of storming out and like each one of them sort of like just hasn't conceded any ground and it's just yes. further buried themselves in their own sort of paranoia and animosity yeah. and I think, yeah. And I think it, I think- yeah
0: good acting in this film. Yeah. Good actors. And this is another great example, like Gandolfini slumming it in Pelham one, two, three and coasting loads of actors coasting in this film, like F. Maury Abraham, even Michelle Pfeiffer. Like these are great actors who are really locked into what they're doing and also have some freedom to, to mess around. Um, cause yeah, you can tell the kind of, um, you can tell the energy that they bring. And, and as I think I did a text you on that, I can't remember. Um, uh, it really accurately depicts how unhealthy their relationship is from the very beginning. Like you yeah. really see like this crazy mix of like aggression and need and like repulsion and, but then attraction you, in a really non showy way. The, the film just kind of shows you that. And, uh, and again, that's the thing this film is so broad and so huge, but it's also got these crazy like textures and subtleties yeah. to it. It's like, I don't know. Um. I think,
1: I think as well. I used to think when I was watching this film, I think because I watched it when I was a teenager, and you take everything at face value, and you sort yeah, of yeah, like yeah. at your most open, raw and fucking. So I, I, I always thought De Palma was playing this straight, this film. Oh. And watching it back now, he's he's crammed in so many nods and winks and fucking lols in this film. Yeah. Uh, like it's really. I, I I laughed a lot more watching the film. That's because it's the first time I watched this film in a long time. Um, so. And um, yeah, I laughed a lot more than I think I've uh, than I've on previous viewings of this film. Uh, so yeah. Just little things like like he does per- he purposely goes in for the wide shot so he can show you how fucking tacky and awful like Al Pacino's like houses and and Tony yeah. Montana's houses and the shit <clears> that he spent his money on rather than just like act- like. It's all short-lived thrills, same as cocaine. That—that's that, yeah, that, yeah. basically Tony Montana's character, isn't it? That's why he's so into the gack because his his rise is going to be so short-lived, and you know that. You, you can. The Palmer gives you so many fucking uh, tip like tip-offs that it, this isn't going to be <clears throat> a yeah. sustainable sort of uh, yeah, lifestyle or power way. trip for Tony Montana. You know, which is shame because at the beginning he kind of like the uh, Palm does that thing where he shows you that Mont like Tony Montana does sort of have the potential. Um when he's not storming in and out of fucking kitchen porter jobs and like getting the um, no fucking reason and that. Um He has got a bit yeah. of a bit of head on his short, a bit of a, a decent head on his shoulders.
0: Yes, so, yeah, and uh you know and again that's Tony Montana is 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 a brilliant person and would probably excel at anything he did. Um but obviously it is uh it is uh he's fated to do what he does. That's the thing about Tony. One of the things that makes Tony Montana so beguiling is he never asks for any kind of apology or any kind of understanding. You know, this is not like a confessional film where, you know, <coughs> even like Goodfellas, like I say, where Henry Hill or Ray Otter as Henry Hill is framing the story for you. This yeah. film just lets it hang out and then just looks at you and goes, well, what the fuck do you want to do with it? Cause it's there now. Uh, and we've done, we, we, we've made the film and now the rest is up to you. So, Um, and watching it now like like in the heat of the night I think it's a film that plays so fast and loose with like race and stuff but Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't it's weird how some things date and some things don't and I don't know someone other people would see Scarface differently but this is quite a disgusting film but I don't think it's like a, a a film that carries bad things within it I think it's messages and it's kind of musings are really quite profound about like immigrants and capitalism and stuff yeah yeah definitely um, in America and yeah so I think it comes through but I don't know I guess it would be interesting if people disagreed but what do you think did you find parts of it made you uncomfortable or like watching 2022
1: loads um like you say um Tony and um, Michelle Pfeiffer's um, sort of relationship at this Elvira. is Alvira's relationship is like. Sorry, um, it's great, really it, yeah. yeah, it's really grim because it just it's just based on it's like um sort of it's just based on him manhandling her into the situation basically, and wow. I I, re- I really think her character is really great, and you know it it can I I almost feel like that's the character. Sharon Stone's should have been sort of like going for in casino in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 But I just feel like Michelle um, Elvira's sort of like, she's, she's, um, she's not naive and she's just jaded by everything. And she's, she's got so far into this world now that she's, there's kind of no way out for her um, until there is basically until she's like, Decides that actually, yeah, fuck this, fuck this. Like, you know, it's just it's because she's quite a young woman, obviously, in it, and it's like it's it's nice. I, I like her. I think her character is redeemed towards the end when she just goes like, do you know what? I'm I'm just getting out of this. I can't be fucked with it. Like, uh, I'm that's like her sort of maturity coming through, which I think is a nice touch. It didn't and it doesn't end with like Tony chasing her down or fucking like gunning her down in the street or anything like that yeah, yeah. or you know, her descending into like drug abuse and waking up dead, uh, you know, not waking up dead, but uh, like ODing in like a motel somewhere or something like she Mm -hmm. just like, she just goes, she just leaves the fucking film because she's just sick of all the bullshit and all these dickheads that she's been with, which I think it's a, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice little story arc for a character. But um, it's
0: quite uncinematic, like you say, and I think that's why it works because again, this film that's so huge and so big and colorful, just has this just emotional centre that, again, great actors and a great director and a great script um, just all coming together. <clears throat> One of my favourite bits about this apparently is that uh, Brian De Palma had agreed to do flash dance and he fucked it off so he could carry on making <laughs> Scarface. <laughs> I just... Love <coughs> the imaginary fucking phone call. The like, it reminded me of fucking like Argyle in Die Hard, the limo driver when he's in the basement of the building just fucking jamming out to like Grandmaster Flash or something while he's calling his ladies on the phone. Um, Wait, and, I think bow, 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 bow. was
1: was um, Don Simpson and Brooke
0: Oh my god, really? So yeah, maybe, yeah. so maybe, that would have been quite Sim- understanding in some way. <laughs>
1: Maybe. Either that or. Like, I, I don't imagine they probably were, and I imagine the, the conversation with Don Simpson going, oh, I don't care. I don't care, Brian. Stick to your shitty little script. What the fuck is that going to do? Me and Jerry are going places, Brian. All right. Okay. Enjoy your shitty little Florida thing that you're doing, all right? We're doing flash dance. We're reinventing the musical, all right? Yes, that's right. Flash dance. Welder, stripper.
0: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You know, Bye. Well, yeah, tell him, tell him what we're doing. What we're doing. What, 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 what we are doing. What we are doing with this film. Where you're, you're going to fucking miss out on this film. Where you're not even going to be part of it anymore. And we're going to find someone better. Like Spielberg, we're going to get Spielberg to do this film. We are doing this film. We're inventing the musical. We are inventing the Jenny, fucking musical. Jenny, tell
1: him I just pulled the fucking door off the hinges in the office. <laughs>
0: And uh, yeah, so we are inventing the musical. And what was this? A note from my secretary. Apparently, musicals have been a form of uh, cinema. So so we're reinventing it. Yeah. No, fuck it. We're reinventing it. Yeah, um, yeah. um, Do you like sushi, boy? Do you want to go get sushi? (laughs) Immediately forgetting he hates you because he's on sniff. Um, So yeah, um, Brian De Palma going uh, going wackadoodle making this film. Oliver Stone is someone I have a very. I think he's a bit of a dickhead on a certain yeah, level a bit, yeah. and I think his, his output is quite uneven, but if this was the only thing he'd ever done right in Scarface, he is a legend forever Yeah, and he's done loads of other stuff, which is good. So fair fucks to the guy. This yeah. is an amazing accomplishment.
1: Yeah. 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 No, like you say, Oliver Stone's um, sort of in more like not Ridley Scott as in a similar sort of um career or anything, but yeah. in a, in a, in a, as much respect as I don't really like, well, I like Ridley Scott still, but I'm, yeah, I'm like you, I'm not a huge fan of Oliver Stone as a person, but, yeah. um, I'm not going to begrudge him some of the, the art that he's put out is is fu- fucking amazing. Yeah. So yeah, you know, he's a genius in that sense. Um, so yeah, and the nature
0: of the type of person he is, is that he is contentious and someone like that will do your heading, like <laughs> someone like that will be annoying, you know, and will yeah, be that guy. Much. That's, you yeah. know, um, so, uh, so yeah, um, I mean, we've been talking about this film. It's like, it's dead. It's so, so funny, this film as well. It is. We it not is even about Frank Lopez. Comedy. On a certain level, it is just a comedy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not I've ever got before. On a bit on Frankie Lowe.
1: Oh, Frank. Yeah, well, it's um, Robert LaGuia, isn't it? Um, yeah. People might remember him. Logia. Let's go with Logia. Yeah. I think it's Logia. Robert yeah. Logia. Um or people might remember him as Feach Lamana in the Sopranos. He was a yes. fucking great character in the Sopranos. Yeah. To, where he just gets on Tony's tits constantly to the point where they don't even fucking kill him. They just stitch him up and send him back to prison, basically. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just ship him off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um he's also um He's in loads of other stuff, uh, none of which I can think of right now. But uh, like I so, say, yeah, he does look like a landlord of a. Is in Big. That we used to know so. He's the he's yeah, head
1: of Is the owner of the toy store uh, in Big. Yeah. Is he really? But, yeah, that does the piano shit with Tom Hanks. That's.
0: Oh, I didn't. I didn't remember that. Um, yeah. But yeah. Oh come on now! What the fuck with my fucking piano? <laughs> Going <and> fucking <laughs> radiate on the eight You fucking dickhead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the, the voice of a man. Um, well, some of you may know. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and that's the thing about Tony Montana is um, he's really funny because he's constantly getting in fights with people. It is a bit like a Marx, like when we watched the Marx Brothers the other week. Yeah. He's kind of always just looking for someone to dig into at any given point. <laughs> um, and... Tony's doubly funny because he he has, again, the, it's like the Stephen Bozell thing, Phil Hendry, where he said the mixture of anger and fear yes. makes the character yes. intoxicating. Mm. With Tony, it's that he's always looking for a fight with everyone, but the other half of him is that he asks everyone to believe him all the time <laughs> yeah. um, that's like his currency he yeah, says if yeah. you believe me all the time and don't ever question anything i say then i will never have a problem with you <laughs> but the second you know it's a it's a zero-sum game um so yeah like him him and robert Loggia just like yelling at each other like an old married couple for like half an hour in this film yeah
1: yeah, yeah exactly and like well thingy as well uh what's his name omar you know um I love I love the bit where Omar comes into it um, when uh, Tony's the kitchen porter and Manny says, oh, come meet this guy around the corner. And you see Omar um, sat in a car with, with the, a driver and they're both just giggling their tits off and nodding their head because they're both, like, coked up and, like, listening to the radio. Yes. And then you see, like, they introduce Tony to Omar and immediately across Omar's face, it just, you can, <laughs> straight away, he just has a look that goes... This man is going to end up killing me. I know that for a fact right now. This man is the worst thing that ever happened to me. As Tony Montana starts talking, it's great. Um
0: wonderful. And again that's the F Murray Abraham, again a, a great actor slumming it just bring out those little textures in a, in a in a scene just for jokes, you know. Um yeah, wonderful. He's great in it. Um have you seen um have you seen him in good old Amadeus? Have you seen Amadeus? You the, no, the film seen Amadeus. about Mozart no? and his mate. We'll do that sometime. That's an amazing okay. film. Yes. Um with good. big F. Murray A. Um So yeah, um so he gets into it with loads of people, doesn't like say Robert Loggia, F. Murray Abraham, um uh and um it's weird really how no, it's not weird, but the, the film is so tightly focused on the characters of Tony and Manny Alvarez, that, that kind of small, maybe six or eight characters, that everyone else in the film is kind of a, a sideline. Like there's the big guy in the Hawaiian shirt who's always knocking about, but there's so many characters who are in this film loads, but you never learn anything about them because they're just props for Tony to just yell at as he's running yeah, through yeah. a room or something, you know.
1: That big guy, that, that's funny, that scene where they kill um, where they kill Frank Lowe and the, the copper in the in the room and then the big guy's like sort of sweating his back out like <laughs> Jesus Christ and then because um, uh, Manny goes you know what about uh, what about him and um, you just and then um, Tony Montana because he's so fucking volatile and everything and like you never know which way he's going to go and he's like yeah. he's sort of like he's like Joe Pesci's character in Goodfellas but like with a bit more bit more brains and a bit more cocaine and um he's just like hey you want a job <laughs> I like, oh yeah, yeah 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 please thanks tony thanks thanks tony and for some reason that really made me laugh that scene
0: <laughs> yeah but then but the funny thing about it is that like then everyone in the scene reacts to that happening. Like yeah, people yeah. like pat him on the back and go like, hey, good job, good job, good job. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like... Yeah, yeah.
1: It's, you you, it's, you it's, maintained your bowels. Well done, well done. Yeah, good job. Good you, job. you're
0: <laughs> still alive. Let me touch you. You're still alive. <laughs> touch the hem of his robe. It's like the film does weird things, but then it all just gets sucked into the logic of the film. So as mad stuff is happening, because the film is so strong in it's like, just for because this film is just about forward momentum, right? There's no real story. It's just Tony goes through day, his life, sequential time, linear, homogeneous time, and things just happen on different days. Um, so, because the film has this just like non-stop going energy, by the time you've noticed something strange has happened, five other weird things about you know it's it just kind of. Um, it's a film kind of unlike any other. The tone yeah. of it is so unique. It's like, yeah. it, it's, it's like intoxicating. I don't know. It just gets sucked I, into the world of the film.
1: It's mad, isn't it? And it's like, yeah, cause like you say, um, I mean, I'll get back to it in a minute, but I think Steve Bauer is actually really great in this film. I think he's a yeah. poet. He, he, I think he does the best performance in the film, to be honest. He's mm. got, he's got the character down and I love the little nuances that he has. Um, in the film, just like when he's like strutting through the refugee camp at the beginning and just sort of patting people yeah. on the arse
0: and all that kind of stuff. And just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like a proper swagger through. Um, <clears throat> he is great actually. Well, and you're right. He, he kind of carries the heart of the film, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and it's so believable that him and Tony would be best mates. And they do yeah. kind of close a loop in one another that mm-hmm. one is more extreme and one is more you know, soft. Actually speaking of which, I
1: don't want you to keep doing the parallels, but this film could be called Don and Jerry. Like, the, the from the Don Simpson book, <laughs> Don Simpson is Tony Montana and right. Manny is Jerry Bruckheimer. the exact right, well. dynamic that went on with those Plot two.
0: fucking thickens.
1: Um, but, yeah, no, going back to what you're saying about surreal moments in the film. So, first of all, let me just say that Hector Salamanca from Breaking Bad is in this film, and he's still yeah. fucking 50 years old somehow. Yeah. In this how does he film. do it?
0: How the hell like, does he do it?
1: It is uh, insane. Yeah.
0: His name is Mark Margolis, the actor. And uh, I made a note of Mark Margolis' name and I've just written Mark Margolis... Pantherman incoming, and um, because to me, that's such an obvious Pantherman man hook, you know, you, it's just the type of thing that they would think is really niche. And I got this is not fucking sky, so motherfucking fucking earth. This long time ago, <laughs> man, I might think, but little man from breaking back, best TV show of all time, BT Lumby, off the Big Bang Theory, oh yeah, my god, and Mandalorian, oh yeah, my god, and fuck <laughs> me, it's the same fucking guy with the fucking earth, fucking in there. It's like, yes, yes, yes. Um, imaginary then, man. Um, this, yeah, this so he's scene, great you know, though. He's just a dickhead in everything, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he is. Uh, but the scene where he is going to set the car bomb off for the yeah. bloke in Washington, <laughs> um, which is a, which is a mad storyline in itself. But um, that scene, mm-hmm. like the fact that he is supposed to be a savvy bloke, uh, like a savvy assassin. And he doesn't know that he's going to end up getting shot in that scene when Tony is basically talking to himself. And at no point does he go, just chill the fuck out <laughs> yes. calm down. Because Al Pacino's basically going, I ain't killing no kids. I'll
0: tell you that.
1: Fuck this. While he's like driving. Yeah. And at no point does he have to go, just, just chill the fuck out or pull yeah, over yeah. and let me get please, out and I'll please, do please, it. Please,
0: please, please, please stop. Please stop. Yeah. Um, and again, uh these are the things that someone would say before they kill you, you know, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly, you just got exactly. to, you, You've just got like As we said, Tony speaks his mind all the time. So Tony will always tell you what he's going to do before he does it. And he basically says to him, yeah, I'll not kill no kids. I killed you. Maybe I'll kill you. And my goals are like, 30 yeah, yeah. metres. Stay to 30 metres. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll take out my gun and fucking kill you. It's coming maybe, up. Slow right Maybe hand. I I press
1: I apply pressure on the trigger and the bullet will leave the chamber, and go straight into your head, motherfucker. Um, and he's like, "No, keep going, keep going, keep, keep slow going." Slow down, slow yeah. down. I love the fact there's four of them in the car as well at that point, and they're about no, just... like thirty yards away from the bloke when he leaves the building. And at no point <laughs> does he go, "Why is there four blokes looking at me constantly while I'm waiting for my valet to pull the car around? Oh oh they're following me they're following me kids don't get in kids do not get in this
0: car <laughs> omg omg <laughs> omg FML. Um, it's scarface face <laughs> um, yeah really really mad and then and then tony like so the bit with the botched assassination attempt in another film that would take up like an act of a film that would like be a set piece if this was Christopher Macquarie with his mad eyes um, showing Tom Cruise how to jump through space to grab you know a floppy disk with Simon Pegg um, this would be a set piece in this yeah. film it's like an inconvenience to Brian De Palma to actually have to do any kind of plot he's like oh for oh, he's like fucking Richie and Bottom you know uh, <laughs> yeah it's. Uh, so yeah, it's weird how the kind of plot heavy scenes just kind of, I don't know. They just, uh, yeah, anyway, but but Al Pacino as Tony Montana fills all space with his personality. Um, do we have any notes for Al Pacino? Do you think he could have done less acting in this film or is it the right amount of acting?
1: Um, I think Al Pacino, is. I think he does great some really great acting in this film like the yes. bit where he's sort of um just really kind of fed up and slumps and doesn't give a fuck in the nightclub and you think he's... Yeah. when he's that's actually a really good head sort head. of yeah that's a really good uh, pissed up uh, mm. like depressed person that scene i like that yeah. um and yeah he does he does lots of good acting but then like you say he um he he dials it too far and um you know he's he's a a little bit overconfident with his accent i think um in the film but he, you know it's one of those films where you have to go balls deep don't you you have to yeah. sort of commit um you you can't really sort of yeah he he's, there's a lot of shouting a lot of um
0: yeah You know, for me, it's like my favorite Beatles album is probably still the White Album, Mm. and there are songs on the White Album that I don't like, but I don't think I would change the track listing of the White Album because its sum is greater than its parts. Well, that's Scarface. How can I criticize Al Pacino just doing just mad, mad acting, almost bad acting in some ways, which seems incongruous with his profile as a good actor of goodness, but it all does hang together. And the Tony at the end of the film is the same, but changed of the Tony at the beginning. like it is cartoony, but it is a human journey ultimately, you know, and that is an achievement to pull that off with such a crazy film. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, But like, yeah. And there's like, I really I think the I think to be honest the best bit in the film acting wise performance wise and everything else um I think is the very the beginning of the film where Pacino's in the um mm. the uh, the immigration that's processing center yeah where is it when he's in the processing center being interviewed by the customs agents mm-hmm. and everything um I I really like that scene uh, that's a good scene you you genuinely sort of get the because he he's full of shit isn't he he's he's he's, he's, mm-hmm. he's bullshit that that's the thing about tony montana he does it because he likes it and that's what you find out by the end of the film he's not a political yeah. prisoner he's not anti castro yeah. he's pro tony basically yeah. he's all, he's all, he's all about tony Born to do it yeah, Born yeah
0: to yeah. do
1: it so. um and his mum knows that as well that, that that's uh, you yeah. know he's and again the that scene thing. It, his mum's is mad that's like a proper lynch uh, twin Peaks scene with that music in the background where he goes to see his so- sister and there's like a weird yeah. sort of like sexual dynamic between them and everything. Like yes. it's really odd. And
0: yeah. The music is like this weird kind of like stabbing strings, right. And kind of weird, yeah. like kind of jaggedy synth. No, there is a bit lynch actually. That's a good point. Um, the thing that stuck out to me for that though, is that again, that scene is so heavy and the film announces itself as heavy. Like I say, because Tony's our guy and Tony speaks his mind all the time. That's the film, like the Palmer is saying this scene is about family and how it doesn't work out with Tony. all. So it should come across as really heavy, but it's all, again, Tony just kind of skates over it. The character, like he's just not asked, is he, that his no. mum doesn't like him. He's just like, oh, well, you know, she's an old lady and you know, that's yeah. it. It's like, it's, it's, it's so like deftly to- held, I don't know.
1: Because I don't think we. I, I think it's because he doesn't go there for her, does he? Because he he's he's like he's a good sociopath, so he knows that his mum knows what he is, so he doesn't need to yes. put the effort in with his mum. <laughs> yes. like he, he gives She's him a, a busted it's, flush. It's yeah. all performative for his sister because yes. his sister's is yes. the last, the only person that still thinks he's like, sort of got a good heart and is yeah. sort of um, of any sort of worth as a as a human who who's, yes. who still perceives him as a human rather than just like a fucking you know nutjob basically um and um yeah, yeah so
0: that she's of no longer of strategic uh necessity the mother yeah yeah, yeah. and he Tony'd probably said that to her face wouldn't he he said i've done nothing against your yeah. mum. you're no longer of strategic necessity
1: <laughs> i mean if his sister wasn't there he'd, he'd he'd fucking do a line in front of his mum. do you know what i mean he wouldn't give a fuck <laughs> yeah, really definitely
0: yeah and he'd do it like out of a proper dirty old foil wrap like he wouldn't have a nice <laughs> little bag or anything with all an old grubby old forearm with bits of bits of engine oil on it and stuff um and uh um and his mum says lousy she calls his money she says i don't need your lousy money And i love in films when anyone uses the word lousy um, <laughs> words. um but the yeah like i say it's weird the um so yeah anyway you mentioned the relationship with the sister so so yeah what do you think about Gina and how she does it good one thing that stands out the to maid Marion in, she instantly becomes party girl coke fiend you know okay. she goes from being angel child who's like portrayed as being about 11 but she's about 26 and um, and then in the next scene I think next time we see her she's out partying and doing all that so I find her transition is a bit sharp at times um yeah. But yeah what do you think about it
1: uh yeah i think so i think they i i don't, I, I think the palmer don't want to fuck around again with plot does he He just wants to sort of like yeah yeah it just gets corrupted there you go um yeah 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 I, I, I don't know i think I, I think to be fair if you gave me a, a thousand pound well in fucking 1982 or whatever it is um 1983 and uh, when I was 19 years old and then turned me out and said, go and have a good time. I think to be fair, I'd get corrupted pretty fucking quickly as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. be- <laughs> I would do no end of idiocy uh, with that kind of money yeah. at that age. Um, so yeah. So
0: you mate. in what well, one? Brian Cox. I'd be out with professor Brian Cox. Definitely. I've been thinking more about it. And I think <laughs> I actually, I actually endorse <laughs> Brian Cox's, uh, you know, look at His that scary face. Pro ecstasy message. Well. Yeah. We're all just one. Why do you have to even be any refugee camps in the first place? Why can't we just open our borders and just let them in and say, "Come in, just fuck you know." Pardon my French, you know, just fucking go for it. You know, you've been looking like looking like a dog with two dicks here, lad, in in Miami. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, have, yeah. I have had a few pills. Uh, yeah, sorry. I...
1: There was a letter in the Viz a couple of months ago that was very that that you could read in that voice, and it was um, mm. someone wrote in to say given uh, the size of the universe and everything around us, I mean, and, uh, you know, um, considering the size of our planet in comparison to, to the rest of the wider universe and the known universe, isn't it actually a fact that all football games are actually derbies in themselves? And uh, um, every, <laughs> and if we applied that, that line of thought, then, you know, they would all be much more exciting and we could hate each other, hate, hate the opposite fans a lot more.
0: Wonderful. Huh. Sorry, I was just opening a bit of banana bread there because uh, I I brought it up ages ago and I've just been looking at it and you know what I mean. I just wanted to have a bite. So sorry. No, oh sorry. Yeah, interrupted the flow or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but
1: can we? Yes, we've got got
0: some moments left. So what? What should we do in these last few? Well, I
1: just want to give it its due as well because what I think of now when I when I. Of Scarface because of the music and, you know and everything she's on fa- which is it's a fucking great soundtrack it's like the uh, a fucking unbelievable you think 80s you think the Scarface soundtrack
0: after fucking songs isn't it oh yeah in, in um, the influence on things i mean for me well this is what
1: i'm talking about the influence huge. of the best GTA game in my opinion um Vice City which yeah is just um it's pure Scarface isn't it it's it's I spent so many, so many hours um, playing that game and um, yeah. I, it feeds into my love for this film. I think
0: it's... Uh, yeah. And you think the reverberation as well of Scarface in hip hop culture and in black oh, yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah. I always, I like to think about who, cause I'm white. Um, I like to think about the most referenced people in rap lyrics. So both non-fictional, um, real and fictional not real. Um, so there's some like MLK, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. But Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a huge... Influ- big Donnie um, T, yeah, big uh, DT.
1: Not influence, but um, huge reference in hip-hop, isn't he?
0: Mm. Uh, quite. And so Scarface is way near the top of that list, isn't he? Mm. And there's a whole reading of Scarface as a film about ethnicity and a film about immigration and America... I would just like to say there's a big point there. Maybe we'll come back to it, but I'd like to tease it. I'd posit something, this is Paul Posits, you know, sponsored by HSBC, you know, a good two, a good bank and the one that paid the money. Um Io had it. Um This film takes such a different path to The Godfather. But mm. I think it essentially says the same thing that The Godfather says, which is that when like capitalism or America and immigrants meet, both things are forever changed. Because that's what Tony Montana is. Tony Montana is like an agent of evolution. He's like a, this thing that no one has seen before. Um, and also the the the, the Colleones. Um, there's a so yeah. That's mad. Cause Scarface is a joke film basically. In parts this is a this is like a laughably odd film and kind of bad in some ways. Mm. But in a philosophical level it's kind of as good as The Godfather.
1: <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean and especially with the sort of the immigrant message for like the sort of like runs the theme that runs throughout and the idea that uh Frank Lopez is sort of like um you know he's sort um not an indigenous, but he's, um, what, what's the word? I suppose indigenous, you know, he's not, well, he's not indigenous, is he? You know what I mean? He's an, he's a, an established citizen, um, yeah, of America. And, you know, uh, Tony Montana comes in as Incumbent,
0: an maybe. Did you mean incumbent?
1: Incumbent citizen of, uh, of America? Yeah. Um, and, uh, he's, he's, you know, he he's got his trade, he's got his industry and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, immigrants come in. They identify a similar industry they worked in, but because they basically decide, "Well, fuck it, I am in this new land of opportunity. I'm going to work 24 hours a day rather than eight hours a day uh, around the fucking clock to get to catch up, basically, and like overtake where that that particular business is at." And then, obviously, Frank Lopez becomes angry at Tony for getting a bit big for his boots. And yeah. I, th- I think that's a that's something that's echoed throughout society, right? When sort of like there's a there's um you know immigration from a certain part of the world that comes over, and um, I'm not saying I'm I'm not this isn't me going that immigrants take people's jobs. I'm saying that immigrants work hard to fucking. Yeah
0: carve we out like their them. niche like in the market. Immigrants. We like yes. them. We just like to say this yeah, pod yeah. likes immigrants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Top of the heap. Um,
1: yeah, I'm not saying they but steal the it. jobs. I'm saying they, they carve out their own niche and they work fucking hard, harder than the, pe- the people that have sort of gotten soft, you know, and sort of...
0: yeah.
1: Not that there's anything wrong with an eight-hour workday. Fuck that. Like, I'm oh, not absolutely. working. Jesus. Like, yeah, I mean. Oh my God, Jesus.
0: let's steal livings. Let's all steal livings. Yeah. yeah. No, because then sure. there's, but the yeah.
1: sons and daughters of the Tony Montanas, then they adopt the eight hour workday and then, yeah, you yeah. know, the cycle continues kind of thing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and we all get free child care or something.
0: Um, yeah. So no, totally. And that's it. Tony Montana is, um that's the cool thing about Tony is he's not burdened by history. Like he's this product of this historical event, the Mario Boatlift or whatever. But Tony's just Tony. And like, if if this was a film about a milkman, it would be Scarface, the milkman, you know, Like mm-hmm. he's, uh, he, he's, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a singular kind of um, presence, you know, compared there's to all- anyone else in the film. It's, it's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. There's, that's my summation. It's good.
1: There's also that weird distrust, isn't there? Um, like the um shared amongst sort of so Tony will only trust white people with his money. He won't trust any other community with his money, will he? Yeah. Either there's like that suspicion of other ethnic groups amongst ethnic groups, as opposed yeah. to actually it's kind of the white guy that's fucking you over. But he's so good at not letting you know that that you're willing yeah. to trust him above all all else, basically.
0: Um, he's, he's worked on his handshake so much it's essentially a magic trick and he can just I don't know the levers of power I don't know but it works <laughs> um, and we love them so much white guys how do we do it um, uh, yeah so yeah again and the, like you said the, the, it is so rich and there's so many because it's such a well-made film, there are so many ways you can even just slice the ethnicity or immigrant angle in this film. You know, there's lots of different ways you can you can look yeah. at it. And maybe I don't know because this is a stone cold classic. Maybe we do a part two of this sometime down the line. I don't know what what you think in your brain, but um, you know, there's so much more to be said, uh, mm. Scarface. So. Well, as well, do you think this is like the
1: the sort of is this the original Miami? Is this the one that everybody comes to know now with the you know the, the pastel colour palette and everything? Mm-hmm. And, Miami Vice uh, is, is all well,
0: right. Yeah, is this... Which is similar time frame. This is yeah, 83. I, I think Miami Vice maybe starts 84. Maybe mm. it's already on in 82, actually. No, maybe. I don't know, but... Um, I could Google definitely it. Definitely part there. of it,
1: isn't it? It's definitely part of that sort yeah. of... Uh, the, and the again, it's weird how-
0: and you wonder how this ties to like wider concerns like for example did the state of florida instigate like tax breaks around this time that made the area more appealing and then it becomes iconic because of like a tax loophole you know these weird kind of yeah when you're a when you're a nerd or a a historian or a, a boring nerd failed historian you think about these things Um, And you wonder why no one knocks at the ruddy fuck door. Um, So speaking of the door, I've got to go through the door of perception into the land of realm of nod, the the sleep of the Balrog. So I've got to go. Um, And what do you have last things to say to the boys and girls out there? No. Right. We've got to do something. You've got to do like a salutation, like, you know, and it's how for now, like, we'll see you next time, you know, so please, Please. Um, it's getting late. Time's ticking on.
1: Goodbye, with the lice, cockroach. oh fuck! Can't <laughs> do Scarface. Um, right,
0: right. Um, who was that? Scarface. That, that, that was, film that we was, just watched.
1: That, that was film. Terry Montana. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was good. That's good. And uh, and he said uh, Miami. Why don't you go and maim yourself, uh, you know what I mean, lad? Uh, Don't take me as one of your cabbage patch uh, dolls, you know what I mean? I fight back. This bitch fights back. Meow.